Mrs. Oyo has been longing for her husband to love her, but she's not feeling it. So she decides she would withhold respect until she feels love. Meanwhile, since Mr. Oyo does not feel that he's being respected, he also withholds love from Mrs. Oyo. And the, that cycle goes on and on. Is Mrs. Oyo right in her decision? Or is it Mr. Oyo who is right? Welcome to the Happy African Married Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Hi friend, welcome back to another episode on the show. In this episode, we will be talking about part three of the marriage formula series. So far, we have been talking about the marriage formula that has helped us build a strong and happy marriage we truly enjoy. In case you're listening to any of our episodes for the first time, here is a recap about the marriage formula that is made up of three parts, all working together to result in a better marriage. These parts include one, reverence for Christ, two, leave and cleave, both of which we had focused on in the previous two episodes, and the last one, love and respect, which we could, which we would be discussing today. Yes, love and respect. This has been a topic of debate for a long time. A battle on this matter on what should come first. Do I respect him so that he loves me, or do I love her so she could respect me. <laughs> Let's look at this scenario or story. Mrs. Oyo has been longing for her husband to love her, but she's not feeling it. So she decides she would withhold respect until she feels love. Meanwhile, since Mr. Oyo does not feel that he's being respected, he also withholds love from Mrs. Oyo. And the, that cycle goes on and on. Is Mrs. Oyo right in her decision? Or is it Mr. Oyo who is right? Before we get to answer that question, I want to say that this third part of the marriage formula, love and respect, is derived from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. Reading from the New Living Translation, it says, So, again I say, each man must love his wife has a loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Thanks, love. Can we also see how the Amplified Version amplifies that same passage? Sure. However, each man among you, without exception, is to love his wife as his very own self, with behavior worthy of respect and esteem always seeking the best for her with an attitude of loving kindness. 
and the wife must see to it that she respects and delights in her husband, that she notices him and prefers him and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him there. Yep, you heard it. That's really loaded. <laughs> Depending on where you stand in this debate, my answer could be good news or bad news. According to the scriptures, neither Mr. Oyo or Mrs. Oyo is right. In fact, the Bible does not give us any condition for us to be loving, submissive, or respectful to our spouse. The instruction was given to each to do what is required of them. I have a duty to love my wife. It does not matter if I feel she's disrespectful or not. I know, th- I know this is a hard saying. I think this is where the saying that the truth is bitter comes true. And I have a duty to respect my husband, even when I feel he's not showing me love. So, let's talk about love. We probably have heard over time about falling in love, it was love at first sight, and all the other sweet, you know, jargons. (laughs) Yes, all this can probably happen, depending on what your definition of love is. But to stay in love, after the music fades, one will need to decide to love. One must choose to love because love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. And an understanding of this concept is very important in a strong marriage. Sure. Furthermore, I'd like to remind you that God's love for us is unconditional. That is why he gave his only begotten son. That's why while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That love is the love that Christ expects from husbands for their wives. Let's quickly look at Ephesians chapter 5, 25 to 28. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself hope for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Hmm. Emphasis on in the same way. In the same way. The same way Christ loved the church, the same way husbands need to love their wives. And you know what? He who loves his wife loves himself. So, yes, it's a hard saying, but this is what the Lord ask of us. Having said that, we each have to love each other. It's not just a woman who needs to be loved. Yet, scriptures has explained how husbands should show love to their wives. Let's talk about respect. The Bible admonishes wives to respect their husbands. We could use submit here too. The Amplified Version we read earlier explains what respect means. It says, And the wife must see to it that she respects and delights in her husband, that she notices him, prefers him, 
and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him dear. I believe those words are self-explanatory. In addition to that, whether male or female, we all deserve respect. We have often heard the saying that respect is reciprocal. (laughs) That saying is not scriptural at all. Yes, we all want to be respected. No one wants to be disrespected. Even a child, a house help, the driver, the cleaner. Therefore, we should not disrespect people no matter their low estate, or dish disrespect out of retaliation. In Philippians 2, 3 to 4, it states, Don't be jealous or proud, but be humble and consider others more important than yourselves. Care about them as much as you care about yourselves. Does that last line sound familiar? Now, further down in that chapter, we see what the mind of Christ is. And the mind of Christ does not differentiate between males and females. We all have a responsibility. In other words, what we are saying is this. In the case of Mr. and Mrs. Oyo, someone needs to break that cycle and not continue to wait for the other spouse before doing their part. Yes, one small courageous move or step can lead to a series of positive events. In Mr. and Mrs. Oyo's case, the question that follows becomes, who will be the courageous spouse? We often hear that it takes two committed people to make a marriage work. But did you know that it could take one courageous partner willing to make the move towards progress by starting the journey towards building the stronger marriage he or she desires? In reality, sometimes one partner is willing to take that step towards progress at a certain point during their marital journey, even if the other spouse is not yet on board with them. I'm hoping you'll be that person. Waiting on a spouse before making the first move further delays progress, and this continues to pile up resentment and stress, affecting the quality of life, of both spouses. Can I quickly address husbands here? As a leader in your home, you will need to lead by example. I remember Dr. Masmoro saying, a true leader inspires. As that leader, you could inspire your spouse through your actions by leading self and modeling an exemplary behavior in the midst of challenges. But also, wife, Don't wait for your husband if he's not making any move. Yeah. Progress starts with taking a step. And hopefully, both of you do. Definitely. Does Mr. and Mrs. or your story resonate with you? The question to ask oneself is this. Am I willing to risk doing nothing and leaving things as they are in my marriage Or am I ready to be that courageous spouse, willing to take the step towards progress? You could also ask the same question if you know that deep down, your marriage is not where you want it to be. Giving an answer to this question is not necessarily going to be easy. And taking the step may even be harder. But we hope your answer will be yes 
and you take that step. Yes, that's that's what we hope for. I believe this will be a good place to end our conversation about the third part of the marriage formula, love and respect. But before we go, here are some reflection exercises for you. Is there any part of the three-part marriage formula, that's reverence for Christ, leave and cleave, or love and respect that requires more work in regards to building a strong and happy marriage you truly desire? Or does any require more consistency? What steps are you willing to take going forward? I hope you you do ponder on, on these questions. This brings us to the conclusion of the Marriage Formula three-part episode series. It's been a pleasure doing this um, series together as as a couple and as a team. Thank you so much for joining us today. And don't forget to subscribe in order to receive notifications about future episodes. Have a lovely day. God bless you. Shalom. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread the love. Hi friend, if this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom.